Okay, we're recording. All right, we're live. We're live. This looks like right. this thing looks like it's working. Uh, got a signal from everything. Looks like it's really cool. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Christopher Francis, and this is the Flaming Meeple Podcast, Volume we were Three. Doing the DX thing, the you know, you two words for you. That's at the end of the show. Oh, okay. okay. This is the Flaming Meeple Podcast, Volume 3, uh, Edition 3 here. I am your host, Christopher Francis, at least that's why I tell myself. Across the table from me are two of my best friends. First and foremost, we have the Flaming Meeple himself, Daniel George. Sounding like Sloth from, uh, from the Goonies. And then sitting to his immediate right, his better half, we all love her and know her as Mrs. Meeple, it is Addie. Hello. Hi, Addie. So, uh, we're going to try a a new piece of equipment here. Uh, we got a brand new pod track made by Zoom, the P4. It's a little different piece of equipment that we've been using, and I actually kind of like the way it looks and works. I'm sitting here watching all the... It's definitely more compact than what we had out here before. Watching all the meters go, too, which I think is kind of cool. Anyway, and we actually have a sponsor this week, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, we have a sponsor. It is Ink and Dagger Tattoo in Roswell, Georgia, 770-518-4073. They're running a special for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, From now until St. Patrick's Day, you can get your uh, gift card for your loved ones for tattoos for 0% off, which is a wonderful deal. Fantastic. So definitely want to look at that. This is Ink and Dagger Tattoo, Roswell. Roswell, Georgia, Ink and Dagger. Tattoos done while you wait. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Addie, is, Addie is looking to be like, what the hell did I just get into? <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm getting a little bit of clipping off of me, so I'm going to turn this down just a touch. So, it's been a couple weeks since we've done this. I know that you guys yeah. uh, did a, uh, a podcast with YouTube by yourselves about the, uh, about the, the escape, escape rooms. rooms that you did. And how did that go? Yeah. You enjoy that? The podcast or the escape rooms? The the the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was fun. Yeah. Well, you guys will probably yeah. definitely notice a quality difference when it's on just yes. the two of us yeah. versus oh, yeah. when all three of us are here together. So. We're, we're all learning this how it works together, so it's, it, we, it's, it's a process. We did here. not have our audio file with us that yeah. night. You're yeah, learning. Franny is You're definitely learning. our uh, our audio geek yep. for us. I'm de- I definitely like all the gadgets and stuff like that, but we also like games here, and we're going to talk about some games tonight. Um, we've played a bunch over the past couple weeks and uh, had some that w- I thought were really cool and some that we could use a little bit more work on. But let's uh, let's start off on a positive note here. Let's start off with Canvas. Let's start off Canvas. Oh, I love Canvas. So this is a game. Let me reach over and get it here. Canvas was picked up at one of our local game shops. Danny yep. picked up this game um, from... Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, yeah, so uh, Canvas is for... Uh, is it one, one to five. One to five one players. One to five players. Uh, it's Road, uh, Road to Infamy Games. Um, this is just... An incredibly good, well put together yeah. gateway game. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's and the artwork it's, is really cool. It's yeah. one that I am kicking myself for missing out on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that Kickstarter because edition. well, and the thing is, it's an abstract strategy game. Mm-hmm. It was never really that big in abstract strategy games right. until you. This is all your fault. I, I take responsibility um, for that. And I saw people posting about it on some of the Facebook groups, and I just thought it was a cool concept. It looked like a beautifully made game, mm-hmm. and I love all the different artwork on the acetate cards. So basically what you have is that everybody is given uh, three cards that are in a little pocket, if you will, a little clear uh, sleeve, like a, mm-hmm. like a sleeve for your, like your magic cards and all that. And they have different backgrounds on them. And you're going to collect these acetate cards that have symbols on them and also a little bit of artwork on there. And you're going to try to make uh, symbols match or you're going to try to to, to get patterns with these symbols and create a painting using three of these these acetate cards that you get. So Mm -hmm. you're going to take three, you're going to put them in the background. Now that painting is is finished, it has a name, and you score points for that. Based on the objectives that are also on the Based on the objectives that are on the play mat. Exactly right. Um, once everybody has uh, made three paintings, the game is over. You score it. Whoever has the highest m- amount of points wins. Mm-hmm. Right. It's simple. It's very, very simple. It's it's meant to be a very, uh, very simple gateway game just to get people to kind of talk and get into it. Aesthetically, 
it is probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Oh, it's really I cool. definitely it, agree it's, with that. Yeah. It's I like the acetate cards very similar to like Mystic Veil or Gloom or stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, where you're basically putting cards on top of each other to make this different. Uh, in Gloom, it's like a different story, but these you're making like yeah. almost a puzzle piece, if you will. Uh, or a painting, I should say. Um, but the the different objectives are really good, where you're trying to either have multiples of certain uh, symbols, symbols, or you're trying to get all the colors, or you're trying to get a certain certain objectives. Three in a row. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah. And, and there's and there's like of. there's like 16 different objectives, and yep. the objective cards are great because it tells you what the objective is, but on the back it explains the objective. And we didn't yes. realize that until part way through yeah. that yeah. they were on the back. Se- second reading game, is fundamental. Yeah, second game through this, we're looking like, like oh look. It tells you what it does. Um, so if you have any questions about that, you know, um, it's there. I think oh. the other piece of strategy that we haven't touched on is that there's cards out that you can see, but mm-hmm. you only can take that card out of the first slot for free. Yep. Otherwise, you got to pay to take a further away card. Yeah, so, so you're given these little tokens that look like little pallets, which are really, really super cute tokens. And um, there are five spaces uh, out. And, um, the, and the six spaces where all the, the, the cards reside. Mm-hmm. So as you take one, everything moves up. Up and then you take one yep. from the sixth spot. Yeah. So if I take one from from slot one, it's free. If I take one from slot three, I have to put one of those tokens on, on the one first and card in the second. Yep. Correct. So uh, and then when I do pick one that has a, a token on it, I get to take that token as well. Correct. So that way I can expand my, my lot again. But there were a couple times I know that you and I were doing this where yeah <laughs> we were playing we had, with no inspiration. We, we, tokens. we had no inspiration tokens, so that's what's called inspiration tokens, and we had to uh, just take that one right there. And it, I, I, it even though it, it it was a little bit of a of a, of handcuffing, it, it it still worked out really well. It yeah. still worked. You just missed out on some opportunity to maybe get the most points you possibly could get. Correct. Um, by not being able to skip those with the acetate cards, there is a hand limit size of five. So once you correct. get five, you have you to have to complete a piece correct. of art. That's correct. You have to finish a painting. Yeah, and and a piece of art has to be exactly three pieces plus the background in that yep. little in that little sleeve. And you make some really, really neat things. I mean, there's yeah. little, little different design elements and really, cool really cool combinations. Really cool combinations. Um, and there is a we just got the base model of it there's also an expansion that gives there's you there's a kickstarter expansion that has a few more uh, ba- I want to say a few more background cards mm-hmm. and a few more of the acetate cards I think it has a couple more of the uh, of the objective cards as well I think um, I am definitely going to be getting yeah. that in my next day off yeah yeah, the, the, this was uh, spoiler alert. We all love this game. Yeah, um, this this was one that we we played multiple times in a row, uh, and then um, we we played with. It gives you a starter scenario where it's it recommends you play with these four scenario uh, yep. these four objectives, and we played that a couple times. Then we uh, we did a random one uh, once, and then we did one of the hard ones. Yeah, where it, 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 you wanted to do like different pattern. It wasn't patterns. It was um, it was four specific objectives yeah. that yeah. were that listed had, in the that had rule to, book. That's on the back. That had to book. do with bonuses. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, like if you did this, you would get a bonus for that, and um, it was it. it ramped the the difficulty way up yeah even though it, it was way up it was still it, it a took lot it of from fun. a from just a casual strategy game mm-hmm. to a very in-depth right strategy where you're having to pl- try to plan ahead as best possible right. and it, it, it's not one of those brain burning games it's not meant to be it's Unless meant to be very 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 <laughs> uh, uh inclusive and very fun and very entertaining and it's yeah. not very mean it's not very mm-hmm. aggressive or anything like that but there are things like okay how what's the best way for me to get the most out of these objectives and yeah. that's where the brain burn comes in i know i did it many times addy did it I, a few times I'm as well guilty of it. but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't so brain burning it hurt or I, I, it made the, me enjoy the game less. Yeah, it was still a lot. It was of fun, a good no amount what. that you were like engaged in the game, though, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I have to think about this. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to play this, whatever. You had to think about it. You had to have a little bit of strategy, but not. Um, yeah, you had to plan ahead a little bit, but things. The only thing that was going to keep you from from doing what you needed to is either a you miscalculated something guilty or b, card. Yeah, or b somebody takes the card that you need well, like, i don't know why everybody's pointing at me because we did that to you no because he did it to us repeatedly uh, yeah in canvas I, I think that last game i think i did it to him like twice like in a row yeah. like uh, yeah so but um 
I so two love things the that game. we learned sort of early on that kind of are tips. The first one was um, the number of ribbons that you can earn for each objective are maxed out. So don't get six of them if there's only three on the card. That's right. Because, and, yep, yours truly did that with, one. With some of those objectives, you can earn multiple ribbons yes. in one completion. Correct. Correct. Um, but like, for example, the one that uh, I think it was one where you, if you have. Uh, like the two it was triangles, two and two. yeah, two and two. I think you could earn that one four times. Well, if you're only doing three paintings, that means one of the paintings you can yep. have it with. Mm-hmm. So, but I ended up somehow earning like six, mm-hmm. but only four of them counted. That's, yeah, it only counts for um, four. That's correct. Yeah. And then the other thing we realized, not as much in the first game, but as we were playing on, was don't feel like you have to complete that painting right away. Right. Because you have until you have five cards in your hand. Even for that very last painting. That's keep, correct. It ends once you've completed all three paintings. You stop getting to draw or change anything. Right. So don't be in a rush. Right. Let it play yeah. out until you have all the cards in your hands and come up with what really is the best scenario at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that, let's say that I, I, I complete my three paintings before everybody else does. Well, I'm not going to be sitting there waiting for a long time because chances no, are you guys enough. are about to finish your paintings. Mm-hmm. So I think that the longest game took, once we figured out what we're doing, the, the game took 15, 20 minutes uh, maybe. Yeah. About that long, 15, Maybe. 20. I mean, but it was also one that we wanted to uh, wrap up, shuffle up, and do again. Yeah. Uh, it says on the box uh, 30 minutes. There's no I way. I don't think it took us 30 um, minutes. I, don't, I think that the, the, the learning game made Maybe took us if you were playing with all five people. It, yeah, it might it, have yeah, taken a little could. bit longer. But uh, I'm excited to see what the expansion looks like, yeah. uh, what, what's in that. Uh, and it, even if it's more of the same, I'm fine with that. I want it's, I want more of the same. I it, want more of this. It's, Campus like is going to be getting played a lot. Yeah. I'd like to see some additional objectives, too, to mix yeah. in. Because yeah. yeah. we played four games of it, so we essentially could have gotten through all 16 objectives yep. and seen them all. Yep. This is made by Jeffrey Chin and Andrew Nerger. Uh, the art is beautiful. Uh, it's made by Lu- uh, Luan Hun, which I'm probably mispronouncing. I apologize. This is one I definitely want people, whether you're a gamer or whether you're new to this or you don't even know what the hell we're talking about, this is one you need to pick up. Yeah. How much was this? Uh, I want to say it was 40 bucks, maybe. Worth it. I think it's yeah. worth every penny. Um, and it's kind of cool. It's got a little spot on the back, so you can even hang it on the wall as artwork yep. Yep, when you're can. not in play. The, the, the great thing about the, the the box is that there's no uh, like if you just look at the front of the box, it doesn't tell you what it is. No, yeah, it's it, 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 it looks like a, a puzzle or something like that. It looks like a piece of art, but, like a wrapped but, but, canvas. But it's 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 absolutely beautiful. So. I love the game. I th- uh, the linen finish on the card the, is are yeah, great. The feel on everything, everything is fantastic. Uh, the, the the rule book, which is super simple, but feels like canvas. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just I, everything's well done. The mat was well done. I liked how it felt like a like a, a an artist rag. You mm-hmm. know, I just I loved all of that. The aesthetics of it were perfect for me. So, um, if I were to rate this game, I'm going to rate this game four stars. I think it's uh, definitely something that I would play over and over and over again. I can see where it would get a little samey. Yeah, but this is also something I would. This would be the first thing I'd want to introduce uh, to to new people. Yeah. Hey, you've never played a game before. Let me introduce you to Canvas. Um, yeah, it's definitely easy yeah. enough to introduce yeah. to somebody yeah. new. It's great as like an icebreaker. Somebody could jump in um, when you're waiting for people and yeah. stuff like that. Um, Ooh, that moves. <laughs> what, what do you think about it? I probably would go four. I really enjoyed it when Danny first told me he was getting it. I was like, oh, great. Another one. Clear yeah. cards that we're just going to put together and make artwork. It's going to be something super subjective. Well, so I, it's yeah, not. I showed you pictures of it on the board game groups, really excited about it, and you were just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't super excited. And to be honest, I didn't get a feel for it until it was in my hands. So you guys, if you haven't already learned about this from us, you guys will learn it pretty quickly. But I am very much a, like, ABC, this is how it plays, okay, whatever. The aesthetics aren't a big thing for me. Right. Um, when we played a... Star Wars themed game at one point. The guys are out here doing goofy stuff just for the storyline sake, and I'm like, but that doesn't meet any objective. So to me, looking at all the pretty art on the clear cards, okay, that's cool. It looks cool. That's not the point of the game. The art really, um, while it's cool and it looks good and it adds to the play and it's used in a tiebreaker, the actual art pieces are not the objective. It's really no. the symbols down at the bottom of the page yep. or at the bottom of the cards. And so that's where like the strategy side plays for me that I enjoyed it. When he first showed it to me and it was just, you make this cool artwork putting clear cards together. I'm like, oh, 
great. Danny's uh, not the best at explaining stuff like that. I re- I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I am not the one you want to ask on how do you play a game or what's this game about or anything like that. So definitely don't downplay the strategy of those symbols on the bottom. Don't right. think, oh, I'm not artistic. I don't have an eye for color. I don't whatever. None of that's really relevant to how to play the game. Right. Um, so for me, it's probably more like a four. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it, but not as much, or a lot more than I thought I would initially. Um, I think I, I was torn between putting this at a five or a four. And, you know, I could, I, I could easily make the argument either way. Um, See, I just don't give fives. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. If you say it that way, it's probably more like a four for you because yeah. if a five is going to be like one of those home runs, you 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 want to play it again. You know, you, you don't mean, feel like you're oh, getting tired of it. You know. Yeah, um, I, and I, you know, I, I would definitely play this a lot, but I think there is a point where you just get bored of it after a while. You just get very repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four, I don't know that the replayability is as high as some of the other games no, we've agreed. reviewed recently. Four is definitely a good score for it. Um, but I can also see it taking a spot on on my top five, mm-hmm. kicking off rival restaurants or maybe dinosaur tea party. Uh, as, as something that uh, as your gateway games. Yeah, you think rival restaurants is a gateway game? No, 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 just no, 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 my top five in general. Oh, that are listed yeah. On okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. So that no, is nothing will yeah. dethrone Blood Rage oh, yeah, ever. Yeah. Ever. So that is that is canvas. Uh, by what was it called? It was uh, Road, to Infamy. Road to Infamy Games, uh, Road to Infamy.com. So that was a game that we definitely recommend you we pick up. And if you go over to flamingmeeple.com, we do have a blog post about that that's yep. been up yep. since we played. We've written um, about it and uh, a bit more info. And I'm sure we'll have an affiliate link for that soon. Yep. Buy it. Um, no, just go to your mm. local game shop and buy it because I don't Absolutely. think it's—I don't know yeah. that it's really available. It, it, yeah, we're, mass, we're yeah. always going to be proponents of supporting your local game shop if you can. If they have it and it's available there, buy it. We want to keep them in business. If not, then yeah, definitely go to the, the website, you know, RoadToInfamy.com. Uh, if not, then yeah, then by all. If, and even if you're somewhere scenario. that's still in this country, a little bit more locked down, contact yeah. your local game shop. They sure. might be able. They to, might be able to deliver it yeah. or do curbside pickup. Yeah, work or, something out with you. Most yeah. of these yeah. are small businesses that are willing to uh, exactly willing right. to make some accommodations if you explain it and need it. Exactly mm-hmm. so right. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yep. So another one we played, and we just played this one tonight. And we only played a couple of games of it, but I, I think I've gotten the hang of it. Is a micro game. Um, it's literally 16 cards. It's called Yukio, not Yu-Gi-Oh. Yukio, Y-Y-O. This was a Kickstarter done by uh, Ian Walton with Walnut Games. And in this game, you have 16 cards. In a three-player game, it's 15 cards. You discard one. Uh, and you are trying to make patterns out of a 6x6 six six grid mm-hmm. um, that you build along the way. And... Um, in essence, you're trying to you're, you're dealt five cards if in a three player game, and whatever that last card is that you don't play, that's your uh, that's your objective, mm-hmm. and uh, the objectives are labeled one to sixteen. One uh, being the easiest one to get, which is nobody wins your objective. That, we, <laughs> that one happened multiple times, up to sixteen, yeah. which is like a three by three grid of this certain picture, like an yep. acorn or something like that. Um, it literally takes. Five to ten minutes to play. It took about a minute and a half to figure out how to play. Uh, of course, it's a micro game, but it's meant to take anywhere. Um, definitely a, a abstract strategy game, but yeah. it's also one that that, that um, has a little bit of, of take that to it. Where because you can take these these cards it's, it, that has six pictures on it, so three three by two, and you can play them horizontally, or vertically, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can overlap other cards and stuff like that. So it makes it where if you're trying to do like if you have two butterflies here, I can put my two roses on top of those two butterflies. Now those butterflies don't exist anymore. Yep. Uh, so it changes the the grid is ever changing every time that you play something, and just I think it's a really neat game. Uh, it was eight bucks on uh, or seven bucks on Great on deal kick. Kickstarter, Kickstarter. Yeah. We played what three rounds of it? Rounds. Yeah. Um, Twice it was won by that yeah. stupid. Nobody else completes yes. their yeah, objective that, cards. It's, yeah. that one is a cheap way to win. Yeah. So uh, and, and that's why it's worth only one point. Yeah. Yeah. So what we did on the third game is that we removed that card from play. 
Yeah. Uh, everything is supposed to be random, quote unquote, but we remove that one knowing that if somebody has that card, they're going to play it. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're going to try to to play chaos and, and as we call it, and make sure that 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 nobody wins. But um, Addy, this is definitely not your style of game. It's not my style of game. <laughs> After playing it, tell me what you think. Um, it was okay. So it was, it wasn't a terrible game. The first the first game we played, I had a hand. A lot of it comes into your hand, right? So mm-hmm. I had a hand that right off the bat I was like, oh great, this will be easy. As long as one flower is on the display on the board, I play my second to last card, <laughs> I'm done. I win, problem solved. However, I was not the last player, and so it got covered up. Yeah. So Some jerk played last. Yeah, that would have been Danny. <laughs> um, so in that regard, there's a little bit more sort of thinking ahead that you have to do, and there may be an advantage to going last. Now, we tried to test that, and I went last. I got <laughs> cruddy hands after that, so it didn't matter. <laughs> Still didn't matter. But um, there could be an advantage, depending on your hand, when you start the game. Sure. But... Yep. Overall, it's not it's not my favorite. It's not. I mean, it is a super quick game. Um, it's just. It also irks me that you're laying cards over cards, so then your rows aren't perfectly evenly spaced because the next one might be a card butting up to a card, and the other one was a card overlapping a card, and. Addie's anyway. OCD was going bonkers <laughs> yeah, was in this game because, uh, like I said, you you can never have bigger than a six by six grid of car of of. of of uh, symbols. symbols, and um, there would be, be a time where like one row would have five, one would have six, one would have four, and it'd just be uneven. And she's sitting here going, you know, having a conniption because crazy. nothing nothing worked right. Well, and even when it was six, your six on the left hand side might have been two threes that were touching, right? Like a, yeah. a, a column of three followed by three, and on the other side you might have had twos that were stacked up. Where they had overlapped, and so they're just not right. evenly spaced, and you can't put right. straight across. <laughs> it just, it kind of right. Danny, uh, you've been kind of quiet on this one. What do you think? I thought it was fun. Um, it's not one that I would have necessarily purchased or have really looked at too hard. Right. But it's one of those that if I sat down, and somebody said, "Hey, you want to play a quick game or learn a quick game?" I would. Say sure and play a couple of games of it. It would be good if we ever got back to having a lot of people at the house. We used to have every now and then a group of anywhere oh gosh, from 12 yeah, to we 25 had, yeah. people. And so it could be a good it, one it be a big game while night. you're waiting for some other games to get started yeah. or for another game to finish up for somebody else to play with you right. or whatever. Because right. it is quick enough that you could play it while you're waiting for somebody sure. else's turn yeah, to it's, finish. It's, it's also else. a good one that's. Yeah, again, quick enough that is a good way to warm up for a game night. Like if you're going to play something that would be a little bit longer of a game like Reichbusters or Valor and Villainy right. or something like that, you know, play something that'll, that'll at least warm you up to a little more strategy. Or if you're waiting for a round to finish or a game to finish that you're going to jump in on the next playthrough. Yeah. And you're just trying to pick up with another right. person or two while you wait okay. for, yeah. for a game. Yeah, this is definitely a filler game. It's mm-hmm. not one that, that, that you're going to play more than five or six times in a row. It's not like Great Down Moody where you can play hand after hand after yeah. hand after hand with a whole bunch of people. Um, this is li- literally up to a four-player game. I think this would be really cool at two. Um, there'd be a lot more take that. Uh, yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. but this caps out at four. And it's still only five cards, even no, no matter how many no. people are playing. Yeah. Well, I guess you could. Yeah. Well, play. With, with four players, it, you get four cards. Okay. Uh, and in three players, you get five, and two players, you get uh, seven or eight. Or I okay, think, so, so you do get more cards. Yeah. So that might, might change. Um. It. So it's it's not that bad. Um. Like I said, it's a small game. I liked it. I, I would probably I backed it. I bought, I got it today. We learned it today. We it took us like a couple minutes. I would say uh, this is probably going to be a three for me. Uh, it's it's again it's a filler game. Yeah. I'm going to play in between hands of magic or something like that. Hey, let's let's do this. Or if we're waiting for another game to start, hey, let's got a couple minutes. Let me show you how to do it. this. This reminds me a lot of of, of Age of War. Remember yes. that, that dice yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I would play probably more than this. I like that one better than I like this. One, but this is still a good pickup for me. So this one, yeah. like I said, this would be about a three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably in the two to three, maybe two and a half range. It was not, yeah. it was not definitely not no, one not of my hers. favorites. But, um, but yet, you know, if we're in a group, it's not like I'm going to say, no, I won't play that. I hate that game. It's the worst thing ever. That's not me either. No, so. And I, I would definitely agree with, I would give it a 
hard three. Yeah. Um, because like you said, it's great for when you've gotten knocked out of that game of magic and you're waiting for the two control players to finish their 50th turn in a row and yeah. you need something to do other than yeah. just sit around twiddle your thumbs. You're like, hey, get the other cup uh, one one or two of the other guys in your EDH pod together say, hey, let's just bust this out real quick. Probably get through three rounds before they're even finished playing a card. Right. Yep. So that is Yukio by Walnut Games. Thank you very much for that. And we might be butchering that pronunciation if we are. Yep. Forgive us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Mr. (laughs) Walnut Games. I'm I'm sorry, Ian Walton. Forgive me for that. The Uh, last game that we played tonight was Record, which Dan has been asking about for several weeks now. And we finally got around to getting it on the table. Oh my so, god. And I think Danny's regretting the fact that he's been asking about it for three right. weeks. So, Record, this was a Kickstarter that I backed two years ago. Yeah, that it's, we've been been finally a, getting. it's been a minute. This is by Yana Guana Games. Um, it is, let me get back to the. Say to that the, again? Yana Guana? Yana Guana. Designed by Marshall Britt and Andrew Toth uh, uh, in, two, in 2018. Uh, I got one of the special editions uh, where my name is actually on the, ba- on the back of the box. Because uh, I'm one of the, the, the Rockstar 100. Fourth so. time, fifth time we've, we've been told. <laughs> at that, least. That, at so, least. Well, you have, you've been told, but they haven't. <laughs> yeah. This is a game that they say is one to five players. It takes about 45 minutes. I would agree. And I would agree with that. Yeah. So in this game, what attracted me to it is I'm a, I'm a little bit of a musician. I love to play the guitar and stuff like that. And this is basically you have a fretboard and you have different colored picks that have different abilities. And you can use these picks to, uh, to put on, in different spots on the fretboard. Use their abilities and score points according to the uh, the chords that you make with them, or the uh, the songs that you can make with them, quote unquote. Um, and then know. and then whatever genre that, that 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 you're with as well. There's a lot of take that to it. You can take a, a some of these picks have abilities where you can remove one or flip one over to a different side or switch positions and stuff like that. Remove a whole bunch of them, you know. <laughs> And then each time that that one fret is filled, you score all the uh, the picks that are on the board. Um, so, like for example, if you have all six uh, of fret one filled, um, you're going to count all the the red picks and all the white picks, all the green picks, all the blue zones that are on the board, not just in that fret. Mm-hmm. Um, the strategy that's involved with it is not very musical at all. I thought it was going to be a more musical game than it is. It's not. It's a very much a strategy game of there's a lot of planning on how you want to build your chords. Yeah. Oh, what color? Because because it's not just the just the placement of the picks that matters. It's the color, the color of the picks that matter as well. So there's a lot of movement with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's a really really cool game. Uh, I think it's a it's one that's even though we've only played we've played a couple times. I still think that the more that I play it. The more I would understand how how the the the, the your strategy will develop the, the more yeah. you play yeah. it. Oh yeah. None of us in, in the in the two games we played were able to get a single song. a song together. Basically, when you uh, to get a song, you have to you, you get a card and it has three or four or even five chords on there that you have to score. Once you score those chords, you immediately score uh, that last chord. You score that uh, that song's points and you get another song to go with and so on and so forth. Um, there's also a solo variant. That you can use with it, which is which has an automaton in there as well. Um, there's a there's another variant that goes involved with it where you're doing according to uh, like a song cycle, which I didn't want to get into. Um, <laughs> well, we couldn't even complete yeah, one, yeah. so it would have been hard yeah. to do a cycle. In, in, yeah, in essence, this is literally just a a it's almost a worker placement game where your workers are the picks. And uh, you, you you place the pick somewhere. It does this job. You move on to the next one. You take another pick, and you do the same thing. Um, and, and you put the, put the right pick in the right spot. You have a chord that you score those points. It's really kind of in essence a worker placement game. So yeah. Dan's been yeah. asking about it for a couple of weeks. I, I had been wanting to play this for a while, and I I forgot I wanted to play it for a while after you initially got it. And you never got around to it, and I kind of forgot about it until you started bringing it by a couple of weeks ago. And I've been itching to play it ever since. And I love the concept. I love the idea of the game. The strategy of it is fantastic. It's very well designed. 
but dear God, if you get locked out of that game in one turn, you're locked out for the rest of it because you just can't do anything. And that's the most frustrating part. The problem that I saw with with what you were doing with it is that you were trying to you were trying to do an F chord or an yeah. F F major chord no, the yeah, whole just a regular time, F chord. and you got so frustrated with it that you were bound and determined. I'm going to get this chord that whatever you, well, the other were on your other two uh, pieces or other two uh, cards you never even saw. Oh, I looked at them, but I still couldn't complete yeah. them. Yeah. I, I can see that happening a lot in this game, to be honest yeah. with you. Where I where. Uh, <laughs> difficulties there apparently uh, we unplugged something that we didn't oh, actually we didn't plug something and we were supposed to plug in we were still running it off the double and, a battery uh, yeah so um just for you so you know when something comes with two double a batteries and you're running uh, a recording device with those double a batteries and, and two powering the mics yeah. and two <laughs> mics that require 48 volt phantom power it goes by really quick you're probably gonna have to replace these batteries so now we're plugged I in i think Problem. we'll plan to just use it plugged in yeah. so <laughs> lesson learned we use this plugged in um or we use a non-powered microphones okay so getting locked out of a uh, of yeah record I mean, it is it is i think s- the best way to describe it. it's I can I, the, s- the way i said the way i described it to you guys is it was like playing a game of edh with two control players that you're just locked out the entire time after turn five yeah it's 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 it seems to be that that would be one that is uh we weren't trying to be mean yeah. with, with anything but, but i'm too stubborn yeah. to just right. give up on it and right. replace it with something else i'm right. determined to finish that damn card right. so by the end of well in the second game by the end of the game i was at a point where i couldn't complete any of my chords so i just didn't worry about it anymore i was like how can i get the most of my color on the board and score those frets and trying to focus on right. that because you you earn points three different ways. Yeah, you right. earn points by scoring chords. That's correct. You earn points by completing your song, which none of us ever did, nope. which require you to complete the chords. And then the third option is by ha- by the points you earn from your color that's randomly assigned when you scored each fret. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting multiple of my color in the same fret to maximize my points was kind of where I started to focus instead. Yeah, and and uh, she won the first game with it uh, and did really well in the second. game with that um but like i said uh there is some crunch to that where if you get dealt a bad set of hand or you or you pull the wrong things out of the bag <laughs> you're gonna be stuck yeah and well, there was a while i was going you're, you're, why can't we get a single yeah. blue tile out of yeah, this you're, you're at the, pick. you're at the mercy of of the tiles or of the picks and then you have to decide am i going to continue with this or am i going to uh am i going to like discard these and try to one. yeah yeah and that's very difficult to do. Um, I think next time when we try this, uh, maybe we make it where we can actually discard the the song as well and try a different one as well. Because maybe that that because instead of having to go uh, GAD, maybe be something where you'd get the the, the B sharps and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe well. when they're they're dealt out at the beginning of the game, deal out two and pick one. Pick one. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, and, and there's plenty of them in there, so I mean, yeah. And we, I think we saw six of the fifty that they have in there, so surely we can do that. So, um, I so like the game. One thing that we'll say because yep. we all fell into this trap at least once: mm-hmm. pay attention to which side of your card is which side yes. of the map. <laughs> Yes. yes, it's it's. They're labeled, yeah, but absolutely. Pay attention to it, first fret on your card yeah. matching first fret it's, on it's, the play it's, mat. 
even those of us who are musicians and have played a guitar before, it's very easy for us to look at it and realize, oh crap, this is upside down. There is a specific side on the card that has where the the, the head of the the, uh, the fretboard is, uh, and it tells you, you know, fret one, fret two, fret three, so on and so forth. So you have, you want to make sure you're looking at it that way every time. Otherwise, you know that that A chord that you're looking at is actually not an A chord. It doesn't we, work at all. No. It's, Each it's of us under- did it. Everyone multiple times so, yeah. so you know so be very very careful with that and it, we're in knowing about it we're still gonna do it yeah, yeah. it's yeah. still gonna happen yeah uh so that, that's more of a of kind of a, like a, a preemptive thing there but uh just be careful with that so i like the game to me it's like a three and a half four um it's definitely something i need to play more times to understand fully i think there are elements to the strategy that we haven't yeah. fully grasped I, I think so i think so you know what i think we need I think we need to play Cthulhu again. Yes. Yes. I think. I think my it's dining time. room table is missing its centerpiece. Yeah, we had. We had a. I've got to glue its wings back on. Glue it? I thought they were, they were supposed to come off. The wings? Uh, oh. they well, I never glued them in initially, oh. and so I've got to glue oh, them. Hey. Anyway, so we say that because I know that's one of Addie's favorite games. Uh, it's a cooperative game. It's called uh, Cthulhu: Death May Die. Yes. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of things for it, and we have a big, thirty-inch tall Cthulhu that Danny painted for me. Uh, that was on their their table, f- uh, their dining room table for months the and months and months and months. Almost a year. Almost a year. A year. And uh, we haven't played it in a while. And I know that that's something that D- Addie loves. And I know that she is chomping at the bit to, to talk about. So maybe we should do that for next time. What do you yeah. think? I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah let's do one. it. Yeah. But we, uh, before we do that, let's try something new. Addie, we gave you a list <laughs> of several Kickstarters yes. that we swear we did not back. Oh no, there's but no we swearing. Actually, we actually I know that did you back you some backed some. Not of gonna them. lie, all so the Kickstarters backed let's, them all. Let's uh, let's pick a few of them and talk about them and see what you th- see which ones you think we backed and which ones you think we okay. didn't back. So you guys and initially gave me. Mm, we gave you a few, quite a yep. few. I think twelve. Yep. Yeah, and I and think we've taken a couple out of it just because yeah. they're either completed or canceled. canceled. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, so we we're not gonna make a big deal and make you guys excited about something you yep. can't get. Yep. So let's talk about some of these and uh, what you think about them and uh, and who you think backed it and this, so the, that, and the other. The very first one you gave me was one called The One Ring, and I think both of you backed it. That one, yes. is, uh, I, 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 I don't like being targeted like that, and I think that, that you need to, uh, yes, I did back it. Danny, I'm sure yeah, you did I, as well. I, I did, and I'm not even a huge Lord of the Rings mark, but I backed it because Franny talked to me about it years ago when yep. he got first edition. Yep. And I thought it sounded cool, and like, okay, cool. I will eventually get into this, and you know what? So, not so eight, it'll sit nine on years the, later, the kicks, the second edition Kickstarter came around. It'll sit with all the other RPGs that don't ever get played. We're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah. the Kickstarters. The One Ring is made by Free League. It is a role a role playing game, a second edition, and yes, uh, this was a, this was a no brainer for me. Yeah. Even though I hemmed and hawed about it, I didn't want to back <laughs> it. I have most of the stuff for the first edition, uh, and I love the game. I am a huge Lord of the Rings and, and Tolkien fan. My dad was as well. Uh, I still have all the books that he had. Um, I this was an instant back for me. Um, even though it is a role-playing game, and it's, it's probably one that's going to sit on, on the shelf and, and all that because we don't play a whole lot of role-playing games around here. But I love the lore. I love the mechanics. I love the, the, the idea, the story behind it. I love the heart behind it. Uh, I love everything about uh, the, the, the Tolkien mythos. That Yeah, this was an easy back for me. Yeah. So, yeah, th- th- that's a no-brainer. One Ring, uh, it has another 12 days to go. It's already got a million dollars worth of, uh, of pledges mm-hmm. uh, and almost 10,000 people, or just over 8,000 people um, doing it. So, yeah, that was one. That was, that was it, a no-brainer. It was, it was, a no, it was that, an easy back. Yeah, that was an easy back. All right, what else, what else you got there, Addie? The next one was Forest of Radgoss. Ooh. And I'm confident at least one of you backed it, but I Ooh. do know that you two follow each other, so there's a good chance you both <laughs> were interested in it, and I don't know who ended up having to back it and who got to just sit back and know they were going to get to play it but my guess is going to be that franny backed it Ooh, danny what do you think i did not back it i want to i've got it saved to my uh to my um save my save list on kickstarter to remind me when it gets to near the end franny's having to look it up he can't even remember i can't type that's i'm, I'm doing the same thing <laughs> all right forrester radgust 
it has 11 days to go. It is done by Ivan. Um, so wait, are we right? Did you back it? I did not back this. <gasps> I was wrong. I nobody backed it. To be it. honest with you, I know Yet. I know nothing about this game. Danny will back it. Uh, that would make four. <laughs> so cooperative storytelling board game based on Slavic yep. mythology. Okay, I'm that, listening. That's what caught my eye was cooperative storytelling. Interesting. Um, the and, and it has miniatures and well, he's um, a sucker for miniatures. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a whore for miniatures. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, if it, I will back something not knowing anything about it, but if it has beautiful miniatures, it's it's done. I'm I'm gonna get it. I just had an epiphany. I know how he got you. I know how he got you to marry him. Uh oh. <laughs> he's told you he brings home six figures a month. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if and we're, if we're counting his miniatures, I guarantee it's I more than her, six. I didn't tell her it was action figures. <laughs> Let's be real. I didn't say money either. Way over yeah. six so, in okay. figures. So I, I like the idea. Now, there was yeah. another one like this that I backed uh, way back when, uh, Morn Quest, that was based on uh, old Celtic literature. Yep. Um, and I still have I have that in my closet at, at my house uh, and it's a big huge sprawling game uh, it, it's a big story driven game this one looks like it's going to be very similar to that the art looks really cool yeah. well and the cool thing about it is you can already be in a game and if more people show up and are interested in it they can just jump right in in the middle of where you are yeah that's it, cool it, it plays as an open adventure that's cool. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of stuff to it. There's a lot. Of, the, the art looks really good. Yeah, the art looks yeah. the art looks really fun. I Just like this. Okay, a nice little cartoony yeah. kind of folkish art to it. Yep. So yeah, uh, this one I like. Uh, I can see this one definitely. Uh, if 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 we backed it, we would hit the table. But this is not one I have backed. Yeah. All right. All right. So another one that was on this list. I'm kind of jumping around on you guys. Good. Do it. Was one called Fish and Ships. And, um, I, look, I didn't look at it all that closely. The artwork didn't look all that clear. Oh, that's a very different one than I had open. <laughs> that's the one that I sent to, I taught, I, uh, yeah, the, it, it's since been canceled. Okay, so I had the wrong version of You have the wrong game, one. So never mind, forget everything I said. I don't even remember that one. Uh, so we had two different versions. I had this. Your, they, you even, yours fiction. is an old one. And um, yours, yours was successfully funded in, in 2014. 2014. So it was like <laughs> the uh, yeah, the one well. I found was it was fish and ships, kind of a play on fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fish and and chips. It, it's it's a card game. I don't really back and buy card games a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I was into it just because of the name because I love fish yeah. and chips. So to be fair, I had it as Danny simply because of the name and the fact that it was based on a food truck. But I obviously had the wrong version, so... Oh, you mean the guy who bought Deck Builder, the deck building game? (laughs) We still... Do I still have that? I think you sold it. I may have. All right, so So Fish and Chips is is, is a no-go, so let's try something else. Yeah. Um, I believe there was one called Centurion. Ooh, I remember that one. That was on this list. Um... Uh, and again, I was confident that one of you... Okay, let me make sure I have the right one. Okay, yeah, 10 days to go. So this is the, hopefully the current one um, by Catalyst Games. Yeah, this is by Catalyst Games. Now, this is the same uh, company that made uh, uh, Dragon... F- uh, was it Dragonforge? That... that, that, uh, that the, the, the big... Um, Oh, oh, Dragonfire. Dragonfire, yeah. Yes, yeah. the D&D yeah, card the, game. The yes. D&D card game that I have and is in storage at the moment. And we both have. Oh, that's right. You do have it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. From that was a, before you started. I got it. I got it from a secret. No, I got it during a Secret Santa. Okay. I, I do remember that. This so one I is, had this down as one that Franny had backed. I have not backed it. However, this is one that I am insanely, insanely interested in. Oh. Because... If you scroll down and look at it a little bit, you they will also notice made the Duke, and they made Jarl. Yeah. And if you look, Centurion is almost the same game. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I, uh, I, and the and the Duke, the the Duke Lord's Legacy is one of the, the the last games that Dad and I played together. Yeah. And um, he absolutely loved it. He taught me chess. Uh, this has a lot of chess elements to it, with a little bit of chaos to it. Uh, so the catalyst uh, really, really hit a home run with that one. 
Um, there's some uh, expansions that come with it as well. Uh, I think the King Arthur expansion is, is there as well. has the pistol or the bombard and stuff like that. But this one is based off of Julius Caesar and... Um, and um, and medieval, um, not medieval, but uh, ancient Rome. Mm-hmm. I love this game. Love this game. Love this game. This will and if the I mean even with these tiles looking like they're they're cut out of old marble and stuff yeah. like that. If that is the case, I don't care. I, this will be something I am going to back. So I, I was not, close. I was just ahead of the game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have. You're I'm there. taking it. I hadn't looked at it much until earlier today, and I saw it. I'm like, what? Um. But uh, yeah, like I said, um, the Duke is one of my all-time favorites. Always will be. It's a Mensa Award winner, which is the reason my dad loved it. Um, it's one of the best abstract strategy games that I've ever played. This one being um, uh, Ancient Rome, which is one of my favorite uh, times in history. Instant back. It, it, I'm, I'm actually I'm going to back it right now while you're talking about the next. One. <laughs> so the next one I had right on the list was The Veil Revisited. And it looks like this ends tonight. So by the time you guys hear this podcast, it probably will no longer be on Kickstarter. It looks like it's fully funded and ending any minute, if not already tonight. Um, it says, yeah, February 19th, 2021. So I'm not looking at a super old one, so I'm okay. <laughs> I had to double check myself. Um, but it says that this is a deck building game with 40 heroes, two full color campaigns. I have this down as being a Franny back. Which one is it? The, the Veil, Veil Revisited. Revisited. Okay, so, quick story. When the <laughs> Veil originally came out, I think it was in 2017. Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I've got it. I think it's the same one. Dark Fantasy deck building game. No, yeah, there, there's the original. Um, this one came out in 2018 by Logan Gandron. I wanted to do this because I do like deck builders. However, for some reason, I did not back this one, and I don't remember what it was. Um, I don't remember if it was like I saw somebody play it, and I was just like, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't interested or whatever. Um, but no, I have not backed this one. Um, this was striking out. I, I yeah. do, I do, I love, 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 love deck building games. I think they're great. I, I have a great time doing them. This is just not one that I have found a lot of interest in. So the next one I think that was on your list was called High Speed Low Drag. Oh my gosh. And I think Danny backed this as a joke. Um, I could totally see this being something Danny backed just for laughs. So I did not back it, but I did (laughs) send it to Franny because of the name. Um because it's it's military slang high speed low drag it's something high when something's high speed low drag it's fantastic it's great it's good you want to keep it and maybe that wasn't um, the one that i thought was comedic that was the one that i thought you might have actually and yeah because of the theming no and i'm still on the fence thinking about backing it but it's a solo journaling tabletop role playing game and it might be the only way you play role playing games and it might be a little more personal. You um, know, I, I, I can totally see you doing this, and here's why. Number one, it is a World War II themed game, which, uh, from what I'm reading here, and it looks really cool. It, uh, mm-hmm. it looks very gritty, but it also looks like something that you would see, see in your field manuals and stuff yep. like that when it comes to like, the, the, the cards and all yeah, that. Yeah, well, the layout of it is... Yep. is Almost just like uh, the training manuals. Two, it's super cheap. It's 18 pounds. Yeah. So it ends up being about $25 uh, uh, in, uh, in American money. But you play it with the book, some six-sided die, which I know you have around here, and a deck of cards. Yep. And it, well, not, not like a deck of magic cards. It's a deck of cards, like real like uh, like gaming cards. Not bad. I I would be interested to see how, how, how this plays. Uh, this isn't something I would back, but uh, definitely hits home for you yeah well and it's so with it you're with being a solo journaling rpg you're mm-hmm. basically going through and you're chronicling your time as a soldier during this time period right very cool and so that would for anybody that may have been deployed it would be a good way to 
kind of work through some things. I could see it as almost therapeutic. Or, yeah, it would be a good therapy device for for a lot of folks. I, I can totally see that. It I could can also totally trigger, it. and being Wait. solo, it, it could. Exactly. Um, yep. It would maybe be better if there was a way to play it that was not solo, so somebody yeah. could work through it with you, kind of thing. But that's a good point. Now this one is funny. They only wanted a thousand dollars, and they're at a thousand fifty. Yeah. So they are just funding. So good for them. I nineteen days to go. I really think that that this, yeah. Dude, I'd be interested to see what we'll see how it works for you. The next one on your list was Radlands, um, which I believe has also already finished, completed its campaign. Is that the right word? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that one successful. The Apocalypse. And I had Franny for this. Uh, I wasn't interested in this one. Nope. Is this a Danny back or is uh-uh. this a we just I didn't threw back it? it. Just threw it in there. I, I put it in there, but uh, like, nah, we're not gonna. Let's talk about one that just finished that that did just finish and finish today. Um, let's talk about Cora Quest. Oh, I am so excited for this for one. This one, uh, this one is. One I don't think we put this one in there. No, there's one still on this list I can't find. But which one I was saw it? it earlier? Reload. 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 I... Reload is one that that finished. Oh, that's the one that yeah, the, the, yeah. The, yeah the, canceled. That's why you no, circled it. No, it okay. it it, uh, it, uh, it expired yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So there's this game that has been that just finished on Kickstarter uh, today. Actually, it's called Cora Quest. It is by Dan and Cora Hughes. Dan is a father in Sutterfeld, England, uh, who is a um, who's a psychiatric nurse or something like that, mm-hmm. and um, his daughter Cora is eight years old. And uh, for uh, the, because her school was not able to uh, to be in session because of COVID and stuff like that, they needed some things to do and they had some activities to go through and, and uh, some learning modules to go through. And she decided that that instead of going through these learning modules, which are very rote method and very kind of static, that they she would decide to uh, de- to create a game. Yep. Now, full of uh, full. Um, being honest here, uh, she, she and Dan have been part of the Dice Tower Network for a number of years. They've been doing game reviews for a lot of kids' games since she was five. She's eight now. So, a, uh, um, But this is a super cute dungeon crawler, check, which I love dungeon crawlers, um, that is meant for the whole family. The art is done by her and a bunch of kids throughout the world. And then... Um, uh, an artist took the, the exact concept the kids had and turned it into uh, into the art. So you see Sword Girl, uh, and you see uh, uh, I can't remember all the names here. I'm trying to get into to some of these, but all of these are kids' arts. Uh, the the Etten that has two eyes and and uh, and two heads and four horns and stuff like that. Um, this is all. It's all meant to be done by kids. It's all meant to be played with kids. Um, she's eight years old, so it's going to be good for little kids. I'm going to um, guess this is probably going to have some ratings, so we're probably talking six to eight years old and up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they have it. Basic uh, eight plus. They, it's it's got basic math skills. Yeah. Yeah. Reading. But let's be honest. If you're if your four year olds can read a twenty sided math rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they're going to be okay. Where, where these dice are hit and miss dice, basically yeah. it, it'll have a, a star on it or a uh, or, or a blank or something like that on it. Uh, it's meant to be cooperative. It's meant to encourage creativity. There's even applications that you can use where you can create your own villains, create your own heroes, create your own uh, 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 modules and all that stuff. What I love about this is that this was something that when Dan told the community that he was doing this everybody kind of jumped in and said oh, yeah. said this, everybody this is awesome you should, you should con- you consider doing this you should really do this um, but it's but you could tell in the interviews that he's done that Cora was the brains of the operation he's the mouthpiece mm-hmm. I love the fact that this is 30 pounds euro uh, I'm sorry 34 euros 30 pounds British 41 dollars and you're getting a ton of, th- of things in of here. Stuff in it. There are several different modules. Some of a lot of them are made by people that are in the uh, the Dice Tower network. Um, there are bigger dungeon cards. There's more adventures. There's he- hero health trackers. There's narrations that are done by Dan and by Matthew Jude and by other people. There's all kinds of stuff. So you're getting a bunch of stuff in the box. And I back this one 
I back. I know you back this one. I <laughs> wanted you to back this one because I want. I, there's going to be a time when the the girls are old enough to play this, and yeah. I think as intelligent as those girls are, you're probably doing this when it comes out. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to be part of the, of the community with it, so that's why I backed it. Yeah. But it's supposed to be super simple. Uh, it's it's uh, it, the tiles look like they're really really uh, really really well done. Um, if you're not supposed to go there, there's a big X there. If you can go there, there's a big check mark there. You know, they make it so that so it's really easy to, to grasp and understand. I'm a huge fan of this. I'm a huge fan of this project. I think it's absolutely just amazing that they did this and it backed and it didn't. It did. Let me let me get the numbers here. It ended up right doing. Here. They wanted. Uh, they were looking for twelve thousand pounds, and they ended up getting yeah. one hundred and fifty-six thousand pounds. Yeah, crazy. So they did over ten times what they expected. It, to was do. An, so, it was an impressive campaign. So Dan and Cora, if you ever listen to this by some stretch <laughs> of the imagination, you have some fans over here in Atlanta, Georgia, who think that that's absolutely incredible what you did. So kudos to you guys on that. Uh, and I like that you came up with a creative way to do some learning because yeah. one of the things that I've had a lot of conversations with other parents and with other people in our lives about during this pandemic is not all kids can learn the same way. And our kids are too young for it to really apply. Our girls are only four. They are in preschool. They have gotten to be face to face, thankfully, because right. I cannot imagine trying to teach a four year old virtually. But even as you get into your elementary kids, kids don't learn the same way. And trying to teach them, whether it's virtual or in a classroom with the bare minimum resources, it, you're not going to reach every kid. And so kudos to you guys for finding a creative way to learn some Absolutely. of these skills that she had to learn um, and making it practical, making it something you enjoy rather than agonize over. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, it almost reminds me of one of a RPG that I've got a pdf of a year ago called fairies of the misclade mm-hmm. which is for it's a family fantasy rpg for ages three and up and it's a tiered system so tier one is ages three to five and adventures focus on simple riddles and puzzles uh tier two is four to six and it introduces to the combat system still no dice rolls and then six mm-hmm. plus they start introducing the full d20 system sure. and everything sure but the characters are on there are pretty basic. You print them out, let the kids pick who they want to be. They color their character, come up with a name for it, and abilities are already predetermined and all that stuff. But it she did still because teaches the basic creative skills and right. math skills. Right. And since our girls are four, he is chomping at the bit to be able to start printing those characters mm-hmm. and let them color, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a really cool idea. I, 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 this, they say this is ages six plus. Well, let's be honest. When this comes out, this is supposed to be released in November of this year. Yeah. Let's be honest. You're, you're, the, the, you're, the girls will be playing it when it get when it makes it. They side. they already know the the the, the method of, of dice. Yeah. So it's just the, and they know how to make decisions. Hey, what happens when I go here? You know, yeah. they don't have any fear of that. So. It's the hardest su- thing with them is just being outnumbered. Of course, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and trying to keep them to sit still, play, and mm-hmm. not play over like, each other. Focus. Yep. And, and, and it looks like the decisions are crunchy enough for them and for us, where it, it's not going to bore us, but it's not going to overwhelm them. Yeah, which I which I really like. But I agree with you 100. percent I think that that this being a creative outlet to learn a different way, I think is super cool. Yeah. And the, the and fa- just think of the real life experience she got too. Oh, yeah. Right beyond. Mm-hmm. The lessons she had to accomplish, the real life experience of what does it really take to create a game, create a campaign, create a marketing, everything that goes into it. Yeah. That's real world experience most of our kids are. Even further than that, if you follow them on YouTube or I'm sorry, on Facebook or whatever, you're seeing that almost every day they're in a magazine, they're Mm -hmm. in a newspaper, they're on TV in uh, in England and in Scotland and and all that talking Mm -hmm. about this. This little eight-year-old girl has become a celebrity because of an idea, which I think is absolutely bonkers, and I think it's amazing. Um, the whole gaming community, like I said, five thousand three hundred eighty people have bought this game, yeah, or have backed this game. That is awesome. Now, will this be something that you see in a Target or something down the road? You may, maybe it's possible. But the the idea that a community came together to uh, to support a eight year old girl and her and her dad on on something as little as this 
I think is super cool. I yeah. don't know that you can call it little with that kind of fundraising. She, I tell you what, I know. You know, she, twenty crazy. times what she expected. I'm super proud of it. I'm super. Uh, I think it's awesome. I can't say that enough. I'm just. I'm. I'm chomping at the bit to see what you and your girls do with it. Yeah. So, what do you think? We should call it a night. I mean, we're at almost an hour. Oh my God! Um, yeah, we said we were going we to keep more, this to so. forty-five minutes, and that worked out really well. Yeah, so. we know that that'll never yeah. happen. Whatever so. time we tell ourselves, we have to give yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we, have, some, we, we some know buffer. we're going to go over. So this is the Flaming Meeple. Like, share, and subscribe if you'd be so kind. We're on every podcast platform that you can find podcasts on. I do believe we also have our website, theflamingmeeple.com. Actually, yep. flamingmeeple.com. Yep, and then uh, we will have affiliate links and links for everything uh, that we talked about tonight yep. uh, in our description. Um, add anything to say before we go? I think that's it. If everything's over on the blog, and it'll be in the podcast description. And don't forget, we have email addresses all the way around. Yep. So feel free to reach out if there's something you want us to talk about in a future game or future podcast or blog or um, you know anything specific you want us to touch on. I keep Let on forgetting I have an email address there. So do I. I mean, if Mine you, comes if, to my phone. If you want to deal with a newbie playing some RPGs through like Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds or Skype or anything, really, I don't really care. I just want to actually play some of these RPGs I have. Send me an email on the, uh, what is it, Danny at FlamingMeeple.com? Danny at flamingmeeple.com. Danny at flamingmeeple.com. Because I know my own email address. Or, so you might want to go ahead and copy Addy, otherwise he may never see it. Ever. Or send me a message on Facebook. Just find me at Danny George or on Instagram, flaming underscore meeple underscore games. Yep. And just send me a message on one of those. I would love to try to learn some of these RPGs. Sure. And as the world opens back up, who knows? Maybe we'll start inviting some listeners over to join us for a game night maybe we'll do some giveaways that, that way i think that would be fun yeah. i think that'd be fun I'd, I'd love to have our group back together i don't know if we have anyone local miss but... i miss it so yeah. much yeah. for everybody involved for addy sitting t- next to me and for danny across from me as well this is christopher francis hey danny how does moses hey, make his coffee how does moses make his coffee he brews it <laughs> see you soon